Welcome to Rebel Health Radio, bringing the best in alternative and integrative medicine to your ears. Hi everyone, Patricia Warby, Alchemy Therapies, My Emotional Audit, and now the Emotional Masterclass. And what I wanted to talk to you about today is what I've been up to this week and how uh, even in the most unusual situations, you can find something extraordinary. Um, some of you may know I've been exploring the idea of video advertising. I, I want to kind of get my message out there a lot in a lot bigger way. I want to try and get out from behind the therapist couch, as it were, and start to uh, raise awareness of some of these techniques and tools that I do to help people with attachment wounds. And in order to do that, I have to break free of the idea of one-to-one -one working and start to attract people who don't know anything about me. And that is the basis of advertising. It's uh, about selling what you know. It doesn't have to be salesy. It can be done in ways that really emotionally connect with people. So I have signed up for various newsletters. I'm on various groups now where I'm getting mentoring and training. And a couple of weeks ago, I think it was a, a conference uh, popped into my inbox, uh, the VidTau conference, which is a, a, an organization called vidtau.com and they they promote a free tool which enables you to analyze the the top selling ads in your genre and thus you can kind of make comparisons and take what works uh, you know um so it's it's really a tool to help people understand what helps sell different things to different people so imagine my surprise, really, to be invited to the conference um, as a bursary um, acceptor, because I basically told the organisers what I was involved with and what I wanted to be doing, and they they offered me a bursary to go, which was fantastic. Um, I could only attend one day of the two-day event, unfortunately, because there was a, a rail strike in the UK on the second day, and um, I was reliant on the train to get there. So uh, I only went to one day, which I'm very sad about, but the one day, wow. And I want to tell you a little bit about what happened there because it was quite extraordinary, really, and uh, both good and bad. So it's going to be a warts and all uh, kind of review, really. Well, it's obviously the first time they've ever run a live event. So uh, maybe it's better to call it a live event than a conference, but um, it's certainly obviously attracting people from the advertising industry, advertising media. Uh there's all different types of roles in advertising. I knew nothing about this, but I'm beginning to learn. There's their own jargon. Um, so there were copywriters, people who are like sales agents, um, people who kind of run agencies, uh, people who create videos, and, and so they're more techie. Um, a vast array of different roles, actually, uh, but largely male. Um, when I went, I was one of a few females in the room. I'd say there were possibly between 150, 180 people there. Uh, difficult to estimate completely, but maybe, yeah, 10, 20 women, something like that. So it was very male-dominated. It's very young, generally, a very youthful uh, audience. So in their 20s, 30s, mostly. And so as a middle-aged woman, I was certainly out on a limb, um, which was extraordinary in itself, because I'm used to going to conferences where I'm just, you know, one of many, usually female, middle-aged women. <laughs> um, and I I sat at the back and I listened to the first speaker, uh, who was somebody very 
famous in the ad world, um, swear his way through uh, his presentation. Uh, very extraordinary language. I was quite taken aback. Uh, not that I'm a prude, but it was um, different to what I'm used to hearing. Uh, it was hard to hear, actually, because uh, there's a lot of reverb in the room. But, um, you know, his message was basically you can sell anything to anyone. And he's got the ideal way of doing that. It was it was quite macho, to be fair. Um, it seemed to be enjoyed by the audience, um, I guess, because it's speaking their language. I don't know. Uh, I'd hope not. But um, anyway, the guy seemed to know what he was doing. I'm not going to name him. I, I don't think that's fair because I don't know anything about him. But um, yeah, as I say, the, the language was sort of just every other word almost. Um, and I thought then, is there a, a paucity of language here that you, one has to rely on swear words the whole time? So uh, that was number one. Uh, the second one and the third were quite um, interesting. You know, there's lots of information in there. I took lots of notes. Um, I was quite surprised by, yeah, some of the the kind of depth that people go into to, to understand the framework of selling, you know, and what the, the opportunities are um, to create innovation and uh, an out, outside the box kind of way of thinking. So uh, one one of those speakers was talking about jokes, comedy to sell, and <laughs> how difficult that is, which I can imagine. Don't think I'll be using comedy in what I do. Um, another was talking about yeah, the the, the sort of uh, what's overvalued and undervalued in your uh, business, and and that's what he kind of when he's asked to go in, he kind of thinks outside the box in that way and looks at things in a very innovative way. And he said, it's limitless. It's based on your imagination and there are no rules. Um, and then we had lunch. Um, I took a picture of the um, refreshment offering because I really, really couldn't believe what was on offer. Um, I don't know what I expected. I guess I expected at least coffee and tea uh, plus a few snacks. And there were a few snacks but there was also loads and loads of caffeinated, carbonated drinks, Red Bull, Monster, I think it's called, uh, bottles of water too, but no coffee, no tea, um, and just these piles of, of crappy stuff that, you know, as a holistic practitioner, I was just like, oh, my God, this is, this is a heart attack 20 years on, you know, for all these young men. So I felt, I felt a bit out of water, fish out of water there, uh, but I did manage to have a nice lunch. It was uh, in Oxford in the UK, which is a beautiful university city. So I uh, managed to find a nice lunch and met a client, ex-client of mine who's recovered from uh, chronic fatigue quite spectacularly. You'll be seeing more of her because I'm interviewing her in the week. Um, and so that was lovely. And then after lunch, uh, always after lunch is a difficult slot for anybody to fill, isn't it? It's called the graveyard slot because everyone's, kind of eaten well in this case they haven't eaten much or they're they're hyper on their caffeinated beverages but anyway um was not prepared for what i received after lunch which was um paris lampropolis i think his name is just going to look him up uh lampropolis yes who is a copywriter he's an older guy um my age probably and he was he started off by saying selling is a relationship and I thought, mm -hmm, that's interesting because I am interested in relationships. 
And he said, so that people can feel better about themselves. That's what you're doing. You're selling them something to make them feel better about yourself. And then he said, we are all wounded children in adult bodies. Now he had my attention. And he referred to a book called Reinventing Your Life, which I, I'm going to buy, by Dr. Jeffrey Young. Now, I was aware of schema therapy. I've come across it. I don't know much about it. I certainly didn't expect to learn about schema therapy in a talk on advertising, but that is what happened. Um, because what um, Paris has done is he's sort of taken the, I think there are 18 schemas. I think he took 10 out of the 18. What a schema is, is a, is a pattern. It's a pattern of beliefs about the world that we operate unconsciously. And it's very linked to attachment theory. And I've done a lot of uh, presentations on attachment theory, but attachment is about your bonding with your parent in the early years of your life, which landscapes your brain and the way you perceive the world. Uh, now, schema therapy takes it a little bit further and it sort of describes the different kind of uh, groupings of the way we see the world and, and, and so I just want to give you some idea of this. Um, now, bear in mind, Paris is a copywriter, so he writes to these different schemas. So he knows how to sell you anything based on what your dominant schema is. And so his most successful pieces are about writing to the wounds in us. Can you imagine how powerful that is? All right. So um, number one schema is abandonment, lack of control. And that says, please don't leave me. Or, definitely can resonate with that one I definitely have that it, he asked for a show of hands he said you know how how many of you would say you resonate with that and about you know 20 percent of people put their hand up and he said you guys you know very brave well done for for uh, admitting that and, and the rest of you are full of shit that <laughs> was great so he he actually thinks most of us have an abandonment schema you know um, and he's probably right to some extent, I mean, obviously these are not set in stone and they're not uh, one size fits all. They're, they vary in terms of their depth or, um, you know, the amount we, we hold on to. So some people have a very light abandonment schema. It's not the dominant one. And other people, it's their dominant and, and main focus in their life. And it really affects their relationships, as you can imagine. And therefore it affects what they purchase and how they kind of uh, run their life. So you can write to that. Um, you can say things like, um, I'll be with you all the way. I thought that was that was so good, you know, because I do say that to people. I say, you work with me, I'm with you all the way. You know, I'm in the pit with you. I work with you to find your solution, blah, blah, blah. Hadn't realized I was selling to that schema. Hadn't really kind of thought about it. I just thought it sounded good because it's it helps people feel safe, which is so important. Um now you talked about mistrust, which is the second one. That your basic belief system is that people can't be trusted, and so so um, headlines to, to talk to that schema would be lies, lies, lies. You know, um, and the best way to get revenge is to survive. And then I was thinking about a book that was written on trauma by a, a colleague of mine, uh, Carolyn Spring, which was uh, "Recovery is My Revenge." That was her title. And I was thinking, oh, my God, whether she knew about schema therapy, I expect she did because she's done a lot of stuff on psychology. Uh, but, you know, no wonder it did so well, because it's it's kind of it's a great title. And I thought, well, you know, when I created my book title, I was just given the title. I didn't really understand it. Mine was the scar that won't heal. 
It doesn't particularly sell anything because it's just a description, but it is a scar. A scar is a wound. And Paris actually mentioned the scar, uh, these wounds as a scar. And I was just so excited to realize this stuff underlies everything. Um, so uh, he he showed us a few of his copywriting successes that talk to that and uh, things like, you know, uh, uh, you could you could give a headline that was something like, you know, this new study proves X, Y and Z. And or you could say, you know, uh, the FDA ban that set medicine back 100 years. And it was the same article with a different title and it, it outsold the initial one, you know, 100 times or something, because it suggested that um, you cannot trust the powers that be. And I was thinking then about some of the other podcasts I've done on tyranny, you know, the book on tyranny and, and how the powers that be can't be trusted. So, and why, you know, because they haven't got your best interests at heart. They're all about subjugation. They're all about um, conformity and serving their own interests, which is power and uh, wealth, not for you, for them. <laughs> so I thought that was great. Um, he talked about how how you can you know manipulate or use these these different approaches. Uh, this one was great. So one of the other schemas is dependence. Okay, um, and the problem with a dependence schema is you're unable to handle everyday life, and therefore what you're saying is I need you to tell me what to do. And he used he used some examples from cults, uh, of which there are many. Some are obvious, some are not. I won't name them, but in certain cults, you've got to have, <laughs> number one, you've got to have a superpower, right? You've got to have something that sets you above everyone else. Uh, you've got to have an origin story. You've got to have an idea of how this came to be. You've got to have special language. I was thinking of, oh, my goodness, the apart from the one he was talking about, which I shan't name for reasons I don't want to get um, banned on YouTube, uh, but there are others that I know of that operate that I've been very closely involved with where you have a special language which delineates you as separate from unenlightened people. Um, and you have an ascension model. In other words, you have a structure in which you start at the bottom and you increase and in, increase and increase. And then I was thinking of MLM as well, multi-level marketing, which is rife. Uh, if you thought the pyramid selling idea was over, you should look to some aspects of the crypto market right now. It's alive and kicking. Um, and not just crypto, but all sorts of investment schemes. So it, it has an ascension model and it has special language and it has an origin. Oh, my God. That's a worry because I'm involved in some of those things, not on the MLM side, but I have I have investments. Um and then vulnerability is another schema. The world is an unsafe place. All right, if you have that schema, you really got to talk to the gloom and doom market, you know, the end of America or the end of the dollar. And something like that popped into my inbox today, actually, about the end of real money. And, you know, we're going to get digital money and that's going to be manipulated by government and they're going to control everything about you. And they can just switch off your money and make you purchase certain things and not others and very much a doom and gloom um, approach. Uh, deprivation, uh, I never get what I need. Now, again, I can kind of feel that that one is resonating with me. 
Uh, your need for love will never be met. You feel cheated, okay? So you never get what you need. That also maps over to an anxious, ambivalent attachment style, actually. Um, and, and to sell to that group, you use scarcity. <laughs> so here's another thing that you do is you put a timer on a page. How often have you seen that, right? This offer's going to run out in tick, 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 you know, however long. Um, my, my goodness, that's a, that's a common one. So um, I'm never going to get my needs met. I have to have this thing. It's a really strong driver. What about social exclusion? I don't belong. That is the scheme that you're running. I don't belong. Again, something I can resonate with in my past. Uh, how do you sell to those groups? You create a mastermind. Oh my God, I'm doing that. Okay, I'm creating a mastermind. I didn't realize I was selling to, to a schema. I just thought the mastermind sounded like a great idea. Um, because you give people information that most people don't have, all right? So you answer to the fact that they don't belong. You give them a sense of belonging. They're in the cool crowd. Um, yeah, they get to be one of the cool kids, he said, for the first time in their life. And he did another straw poll on that and see how many people in the room felt they were, as children, part of the cool club. I think there was one person in the room who said they were part of the cool club growing up. The, all of the rest of us were like, we were the nerds because, you know, we grew up believing we had to learn stuff to survive and, and we, we knuckled down. We got, we got involved in technology for whatever reason. So, uh, so that was interesting. And uh, failure is another schema. I am inadequate. Okay. Um, so how do you write to that? You say why X is costing you a certain amount and how to fix it. You answer that, you are going to sell to those people, you know, um, and you'll see that all over the internet. You know, this is costing you. We've got a cost of living crisis at the moment. Um, you know, people are being instructed how to save on energy bills and, uh, you know, travel and, you know, we're trying to, switch people over to electric because we're told that it's cheaper and so on. That's not the whole picture, of course, because the batteries and the, the minerals involved in producing them are highly destructive of the environment. So um, it might save you money to possibly kill the planet. So um, uh, there, were, there were two or three others that I thought were really interesting, but I'll, I'll save those for another video, I think, just to keep this short and sweet. But it was a, an extraordinary day, um, a bit overwhelming in some ways. And I learned a lot about advertising, which I had never encountered before. And I'm in the middle of uh, putting up a video, which will hopefully go live sometime this autumn, which will bring in hopefully new people. So I'm having to perform in front of the camera and get the lighting right and uh learn my lines in a way that sounds un unscripted, even though it is scripted. So I'm, I'm having to go outside my comfort zone big time because I'm not used to it at all. I'm a quiet practitioner who works one-to-one -one mostly, but you cannot make change in the world unless you're prepared to stand up for what you believe in. And I truly believe that it's time for this world to heal our wounds because our wounded people create more woundedness in the world. And we have to, stop um you know sacrificing our world to fit this uh, insatiable appetite which by the way is another schema which i'll come on to in part two anyway 
Take care of you. Bye for now. Hey, hope you enjoyed listening to Rebel Health Radio. Do subscribe and look forward to catching you soon.